0: A martini, shaken. No!
1: Shocking. Positively shocking. Warning, the following podcast doesn't contain a uh, fucking, what's it called? A spoiler or warning at the start because we're just jumping straight into it. Welcome to Shake and Not Nerd. That's right. Fucking you're around here. There's coarse language in here. Uh, Welcome to Shake and Not Nerd, the official podcast that takes two weeks off because why the hell not? And then decides to come back to ask, what if Disney stopped releasing shit? (laughs) And we're not talking about Shang-Chi because, of course, we haven't seen it. We live in Melbourne and uh, it's not on Disney Plus. I don't know why. Uh, but joining me this week, of course, is Tom. Tom, how are you?
0: What if it wasn't shit duty? What if? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> exactly.
1: Answer, answer the big questions of what if it wasn't fan theory and just little kids in playgrounds going, what if this happened? It's,
0: and, anyways, and, then I, and then what? I am what? well, duty. How are you?
1: Doing well. Doing, doing well. Uh, I've, I've smashed a can of energy drinks um, and it's starting to kick in. Well, that's what I'm
0: coffee in hand. So that's good. Uh, that'll kick in about half an hour's time. I have... Your, co- your
1: colon will kick in at about 10 minutes time. <laughs> <laughs> None of us, no, no one can see any of us because this is a podcast. But Tom is doing the you know, "I need to shit myself" box step, <laughs> sort of when you walk side to side. I, you're like well, I do that. <laughs> I do that constantly.
0: I'm just going to say I, I feel like the uh, anybody who isn't seeing this is in for a real treat because this we're doing this in the afternoon, not in the actual morning where we normally do it in the morning. This is the first shake and not nerd. I think I have recorded in about two months where I am not in pajamas. This is a momentous occasion.
1: Yeah, right, exactly the same. Like we'd just roll out of bed and, you know, maybe have a coffee and then go straight into recording. This is also probably the first episode of Shake and Not Nerd in maybe three years, Tom, where we've recorded in an afternoon on a on a Sunday. That used to be our it used to be like three o'clock on a Sunday, rock up at my apartment and we're ready to go. And then we changed the times and we changed the days and all that sort of stuff, like that. And now you can no longer drink um, because drinking in the morning is considered to be alcoholic.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, because it, it used to be our time schedule was to accommodate for the hangovers that we undoubtedly ha- undoubtedly had every Sunday morning, um, and then I think we grew up a little bit and didn't get as bad. Although we had the the occasional episode where duty had to go and vomit in the toilet in the break. <laughs>
1: that, was good well, re- oh,
0: that, that was such a, a while ago. Oh, member berries at the moment. We used to, we used to, we used to have breaks. We used to break did- halfway through. <laughs>
1: There was, there was one episode, I can't remember what theme it was, but there was one episode we recorded. We walked out of the um, the old nerd room in my apartment and we just went, that fucking sucked. So then we each did pre-workout and went back into the room and recorded a whole new episode and we were standing up. <laughs> like the, the pre-workout kicked in, we were all standing up talking.
0: Yeah, I, I I completely forgot about that because yeah we used to do the news and then we used to get to the ad read and then post ad read or before the ad read it was a break and then we'd come back and do the actual review yeah yeah we'd recompose ourselves or top up our bourbon and
1: cokes or whatever it might be and come back in and if we did it I think there were a couple episodes here and there where we did it on a saturday night or there was a, a public holiday on the monday so like in the in the in the ad break for us, if you will, we'd go and like order pizza and be like, "All right, it'll arrive in an hour. Let's smash out the rest of the episode." By the time that's done, pizza's here.
0: Well, wow. member berries. I, I
1: miss those
0: old days. Like the podcast stuff the pitch Back in our our what what were we part of? We were part of the uh, Podfix network. Podfix network. That's, that's it. That's right. We
1: were the official Podfix. Uh, Podcast on the pod, uh, one of those networks, the Podfix network. Um, I think that network is still going, but none of the original shows are on it anymore. It's it's run by a completely different crew. Oh, all really? right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. As soon as, uh, as soon as, I think more good of that. I find that more good of them, Once they wrapped up, we we decided to go. Yeah,
0: all right. We'll leave the network. Let's, um, let's have a look. So I I, I have looked them up. Because I was just, just yes. out of pure curiosity, uh, so the only one that I recognise is I shake my head with Lisa and Sam, which I think joined like a month before we left.
1: Yeah, I think everyone else in there is is quite new, and it's it's run by someone else now. Because Brado, a mate Brado, was the uh, he was the pod father. He would handle everything and deal with everything, and then um, yeah, and then some shows started leaving, and then we just started. You know, Some shows started wrapping up as well um, And other shows like A uh, Good Mate's Stavo at Super Movie Bros Moved on to another network, same with Paul and Wayne from The Countdown And Epic Film Guys and stuff like that
0: Obviously and, Fuzzy um, joined us Yes,
1: we absorbed Who Spiked the Puns We're, we're basically like the blob um, His skin faded away, his bone was exposed And uh, Ian sat on the bone And uh, that's, that's just how the, the podcast And,
0: and there, there, there were two other members Of that podcast, but we stand by We now own that IP
1: yeah, yeah, we're, we're Disney. We're taking your <laughs> IPs and we're not using them. <laughs> well, Tom, we have had two weeks off. There has been a fair whack of news. I think the biggest thing that every other podcast has probably talked talked about, and everyone has their own thoughts, opinions, stuff like that. On it's the Spider Man trailer. It is. Uh, it's not far from home. It's not homecoming. It's no way home. Um, what did we,
0: what did we think, Tom? I actually completely forgot that we had not even talked about that. Um, <laughs> i think it's uh well as it shows in the trailer and i'm sure that most of our listeners will have seen it, it it clearly sort of picks up not long after where we left off um in the previous one no way home or was it no far from home oh no i'm so confused something about home far from home yeah, yeah. uh far from home. homecoming was the first one yeah yeah uh it clearly picks up Post that, uh, I think it's really cool to see Doctor Strange in there and see that he's still got, um, obviously, some mischievous nature to him. He's not taking his uh, Sorcerer Supreme gig too seriously just yet. Um, I... He's not the Sorcerer Supreme, though. Isn't he?
1: Nah, he got offered the role of Sorcerer Supreme in the Doctor Strange film, and he said no.
0: When? I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, after after the Ancient One dies, he's like, Doctor Stephen Strange, you are now the Sorcerer Supreme. He's like, I don't want it. So I don't think he's officially
0: the source of Supreme. Oh, I thought he was. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> but he's uh, obviously still messing around with stuff. I, I, I love the fact that it's winter inside the place. Clearly hasn't fixed the hole in the roof that Hulk caused. <laughs> um, despite the fact he's a magician. Um... Yeah, I, I think look I, I think that there's the thing that I'm concerned about most about this film is there's been so much rumor and speculation there's been so much hype there's all these things going around that I think that it's if you believe all the rumors and if you think you're gonna get exactly what you're hoping for you're gonna be disappointed I think people need to uh, enter a realm of realistic for this film because i'm concerned that a lot of people are going to go in it's not going to have toby Maguire, or whatever or it's not going to have all of these things that people are expecting and they'll be disappointed obviously like trailer that we, we can see we, we saw the pumpkin bomb so and we saw doc ock so they're confirmed <laughs> we saw uh lizard
1: lizards in the trailer as well um <clears throat> and uh, uh, like people are like, oh, there's lightning bolts in it, so maybe electrocution, and there's also a giant sandstorm.
0: So people are saying sand. Well, they've well. spoken about electro being in it, but I, I, I think yeah. my, my my main concern about it is that hype, a lot of hype, <laughs> and I think people people have a tendency of making it out that they're gonna be it's gonna be amazing. And if it's anything, and if it's good and not amazing, people are gonna rip it to shreds. Um, I think it'll i'm still looking forward to it um and i think it's got a lot of potential um but this universe and the way that they're ripping stuff apart and stitching it back together i'm going to be so confused duty i'm already so confused
1: yeah i was i think i was talking to yourself and ian uh saying that um it's interesting that the only good things that Marvel has put out post endgame has been two Spider Man movies. Um and it looks like it's like we can't judge Shang Chi, we haven't seen it. Um but Black Widow wasn't great. Um and neither has any of the T V shows been. Um but like Spider Man seems to be one of those properties that can it doesn't matter if you know about the character or if you're you know, you obviously know the character of Spider Man because, you know, Spider Man is one of the most popular superheroes. But it gets everyone on board and hyped. And having uh, William Defoe's voice uh, voice line over the over the trailer, having Doctor Strange playing around with some magic, the of course the massive fan theories going on that Daredevil is in the film as well, um, that we're going to have basically the Sinister Six from different universes coming in, all that sort of stuff. Who knows what's what's going to be happening? Um, so, and we also have uh, fucking what's his name, um, Jay Jonah Jameson's back from. The original Spider-Man series. I've forgotten the actor's name. Ah, shit. Gene Simmons. Who is the actor that plays? Huh? Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons? No. I said Gene Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Ben Simmons. J. K. <laughs> uh JK Simmons. J.K. Um, Simmons. Who is uh, being J. Jonah Jameson in the MCU universe. But he's also like, are we going to get a double J. Jonah Jameson? Like, I hope so. If we're going to have three Bands potentially in this film, we better have two J.J.'s.
0: So you you sound super excited for this.
1: I'm I'm excited for it. I'm like... As much as I like, you know, the character of Spider Man, like, I don't read a lot of his books. I read a couple here and there, but I'm more excited for the magical element of it. And the it, it seems like it's going to be a buddy cop thing with Doctor Strange because we're seeing a lot of Doctor Strange in the trailers as well. Um, and I like Doctor Strange. He's one of my favorite Marvel characters, being the fact of like, yeah, if you punch him, he's going to crumble like a house of cards, but he's magic and shit. <laughs>
0: Um. So, yeah, you it, you're was, first, you know, ladies and gentlemen. He's magic and shit. Magic and
1: shit. <laughs> no, 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 like, no, yeah, magic and shit. <laughs> but like the 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 rumors of people going like Daredevils in the film, and some dude interviewed Charlie Cox, the the actor who plays Daredevil, being like, "Are you in the new Spider-Man film?" He's like, "I'm not confirming or denying anything. You're just gonna have to wait and watch." I'm like, "Oh fuck, come on, give us, give us Daredevil, give us fucking." Doctor Strange and Spider-Man doing the fucking Avengers back to back pose or something. They'd be fucking. So good. I reckon
0: he, pro- he um, probably isn't it then. Because like what's the incentive of him to say that? Unless he was fucking with someone. Because if he if he's not uh, involved yeah. with it, he would just say no. Unless he's a che- unless he's a cheeky fuck and he's just like <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fuck with everyone and make them think I'm going to be in it. You know what? He could totally have done that. But didn't
1: uh, the guy who played Vision was like, I'm working with one of my favorite actors in WandaVision? He was working with himself.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, but uh, I'm pretty sure. Saw that writing on the wall. Oh Yeah. Because he, cause he um, said, the- working with one of my favorite actors, in the, and everybody's like, the last episode, and then you saw Vision at the end of the second last one, and it was just like, oh, I see what it is. I see what you yeah. did there, Mr. Bentley.
1: Do you reckon we'll have Tom Hardy's Venom in this film, seeing as there could be potential cross-universes, multi-dimension shit? I hope not. Yeah. I I can't recall if we did talk about the Venom 2 trailer. It looks bad. The film is rated PG-13, which will be PG to M for us here in Australia. Um, There is a poster that's out that's trying to hype uh, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, and Woody Harrelson on the poster looks like an insane, possessed child. He looks like one of those kids that's like gl- glaring at you from the other side of a supermarket.
0: Look, I rewatched. I rewatched the first one because it came on to Australian Netflix uh, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago. Was it as good as you remember? No. Um, <laughs> look, it's. I think it was fine. Like it was a perfectly fine movie. I don't think I ever said it was great. Um with the better than Topher Grace.
1: Would you get pissed off if Topher Grace was in this film? Yes.
0: <laughs> because, I don't know, I just don't understand why they're not just doing Eddie Brock. Like, the character who is in the comics, the character who has been in the cartoons, why are they grabbing grabbing the name and then making up... A persona, because it's not Eddie Brock. Topher Grace's character wasn't Eddie Brock. Um, no,
1: because Topher Grace's character was a was a competitive photographer who was dating Betty Grant and uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Bryce Dallas no, Howard. And he wasn't.
0: He wasn't a. He wasn't buff. It wasn't any of that stuff. And Tom Hardy's, he's not. He's not like investigating. He's not. Yeah, he's not Eddie Brock. Yeah, I don't, I don't. know why they're just trying to, what well, trying to just change that character, um, and it's quite frustrating because Venom is one of my favourite villains of all time. Um, so I would like that him to actually have some justice done to him, um, but time will tell if there is ever any appetite to get like actual proper R rated um, or MA rated. Uh, superhero movies I think a Venom one would be very cool um but then again I think DC are more happy to do that with their properties than Marvel are going to be yeah because well we do have Deadpool now going
1: into the you know the ha- the house of Mouse um and they're saying that that will stay as a adult rated um property but it'd be interesting if like okay if you want to do Deadpool as an R-rated film or, or whatever it might be it's like all right well we're gonna we're gonna put venom into that film we're gonna put blade into that film we're going to put adult property characters that can transfer into an adult property into that film rather than making it you know blade is a standalone r-rated film or or stuff like that so it's like if you want the r-rated blade go watch deadpool 3 if you want the you know the kid-friendly blade to go get toy sales up go watch the normal blade
0: Hmm. very interesting
1: but uh yeah shit what else on top of that well of course Shang-Chi did release uh this past week over the world um of course Melbourne and Sydney are in lockdown so we cannot watch Shang-Chi it is not on Disney plus so uh it is a cinema only experience um which is I believe what Black Widow was supposed to be which is why Scarlett Johansson sued Disney and um we have no idea what's going on people are raving about it some people are saying it is one of the best uh marvel movies it's one of you know it's got some great kung fu and stuff like that in it um yeah i i have seen trailers i it's it's something that of course for the show i'll go watch and for a comic book fan uh, comic book fan i'll go watch but it's a character i know nothing of um so i can't speculate on what the film's going to be about nor what the character's potential powers or you know future in the in the marvel universe will be but um, eventually, at some point I think we'll watch it well, we'll have to to sort of catch up on what's going on in the Marvel movies. Um, same thing with Spider-Man as well. Spider-Man is releasing in December. Eternals is releasing in October, November, I think.
0: Um, and Hawkeye is still to come out this year as well when it comes to Marvel stuff. Mm, that's a lot of stuff still coming out. Yeah, I, it's a bit disappointing that we can't go and see or we can't see Shang Chi yet. Um, obviously, I think we'd pr- like to have been speaking about that this week. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens when stuff reopens. Um, judging from the course of things at the moment, I do not foresee Melbourne reopening anytime soon. Hopefully, new. Hopefully, we uh, can get some. Um, we get out by the time Spider Man's around. <laughs>
1: Yeah, spider-man's to come out i think the 13th of december in the states or around the world but for australia it's boxing day so we get it like a week and a half two weeks later what which is kind of stupid why i don't know why it's yeah because boxing day is a big day for australia but like i'm like you if you if you want to release a big fucking deal movie like this don't release it on boxing day in australia and then the 13th of december everywhere else just doesn't make sense
0: that's shit I didn't know that. Yeah, um, yeah whatever. Uh, I guess we'll have to live with it. Uh, speaking of what you were just talking about before when you mentioned the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit, uh, another thing that I was reading during the week uh, is that starting to have some ripple effects uh, throughout the rest of the industry. So it's reported that the uh, next Russo Brothers um, directed Marvel film, so they're actually planning to give them another one. Uh, but. Ooh. Okay. It has hit some contractual snags um, around in the negotiations because now that they've seen what happened to Scarlett Johansson, the, they have come back and said that they're not happy with their contract and they want it changed naturally in case the same thing happens to their film. Um, and so they want to make sure that they get their adequate earnings if it is pushed to a um, streaming platform, which... Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Cause like what the Russo brothers, of
1: course, you know, started on, um, winter soldier and then of course did Endgame and all that sort of stuff. And it was what the largest, was the the largest box office film of all time until Titanic released for the 80th time and got more money or something. Um, but like, you'd think if, if you're the directors of the large, you know, the highest grossing film in the world to Disney, you think Disney would be like, fine, we'll give you whatever the fuck you want just make us more Endgame money or make us more Infinity War money because it's a, it's, it's a fucking tall order because if James Cameron turned around and went, nah, I want more money, he'd probably get it because it's James Cameron.
0: Mm. And he wouldn't be asking as much. <laughs> yeah. I think um, it's going to be interesting what that actually means for the movie industry moving forward.
1: I wonder what they direct because like, obviously they're not going to go like, oh, they're directing... The Russo Brothers are directing Fantastic Four Or something like that They're not going to come out and say what they're going to be working on But surely you'd put like the the, the big wigs in regards to directing for the MCU stuff Now onto a new property that they can just hone themselves
0: Nah, I reckon they'll give them Secret Wars
1: Isn't Secret Wars supposed to be a Disney event?
0: Like a Disney Plus event? I'm not sure Have they actually officially come out and said that they're doing Secret Wars?
1: Yeah, yeah I think so
0: Okay. There's Secret
1: Wars, there's Iron Wars, there's fucking Captain Marvel 2, there's Miss Marvel, there's heaps of shit that they're doing. But it's just like, what of this is going to be a movie and what of this is going to be uh, Disney Plus stuff? Because I think Iron Wars is going to be a Disney Plus series as well as Secret Wars.
0: It seems weird that they would do Secret Wars as a Disney Plus thing because Secret Wars you'd need the heavy hitters in.
1: Secret Wars, yeah, you need... Everyone aboard. That's that's an event book in in the comic books, and it's a really fucking good book. And it's also post Captain America death in the books, so it's it's the first like Avengers appearance of the new Captain America coming in. So it's it's somewhat of a big deal. Mm. But. Mm, mm. Mm. Any other news, Mister Tom? Mm.
0: Uh, let's have a look. See, um, so we have a 4K remake of Ghost in the Shell It's going to be released very soon. The trailer has been released for that. Um, now let me let me quickly have a look at uh, the board, duty. The board where I store all my knowledge. Have a I ha- uh, the
1: knowledge board. It's it's
0: not a not a hard place to lose things uh so we have of course the batman um original uh sorry first um screening was this week
1: yeah it was uh, behind of like it wasn't to press it was behind closed doors to you know a test audience and stuff like that i don't necessarily believe any of the shit that's coming out of that one guy's twitter account period um, I've seen some shit posting that that guy's put up on Twitter just to like, you know, troll fans or not troll fans, but to just like cause arguments and riffs in fandom and stuff like that. And then he's like, oh, a friend of mine has seen Batman. I'm like, I don't believe you at all. You fucking lying I don't know
0: which person you're referring to. I've just read it off other sources. So maybe I've been reading people paraphrasing him. I don't know. Um, I've just been hearing that it's a dark and gritty take that, um, Batman. That Robert Pattinson's Batman voice is really good. That um, it's somebody's favorite Catwoman portrayal, uh, and there's a surprise at the end that made people gasp. Those were the four things that I was reading about it. Um, that are quite dark and gruesome as well. Um, so I don't know what is that. what was coming out of that person's Twitter account? Or yeah, yeah, it was a guy on
1: Twitter saying a friend of mine has seen it, and the movie is
0: is basically a
1: horror movie. And I'm just simply going, I. Wouldn't think Warner Brothers would make a the the most one of the most popular characters in the world, a horror movie, because that would alienate certain demographic of audience, aka kids, and that would hurt your marketing and your toy line and all of that shit. Um and then go, Oh, and it's it's brutal and it's gory and it's this and it's that it's like no fucking way in hell you would have an adult Batman film. But he said, it. said it's
0: not a kid's film. I've said it's not a kid's film.
1: Yeah, but like, you know, kids can watch the Nolan films. They won't necessarily understand what's going on, but they'll see Batman and they'll go, woo! Um, but, you know, seeing Batman, like, do something in regards to, like, how Rorschach and shit like that would do stuff and Watchmen breaking arms and fucking gutting people and all that sort of stuff. If you have that level of but he, violence on screen for a kid, that, like, you know, kind of- there's either going to be. Parents that take their kids to this movie and then they're gonna go, oh, it shouldn't be like this. My Batman should be like this for my kids because I didn't read the rating board. Or it's just gonna be like, well, kids aren't allowed for this Batman film, and it's gonna hurt sales and profits
0: and everything. Oh, I think Batman has a big enough adult adult draw personally, um, but like the trailer showed it. Like when he beats down, he beats down one of the henchmen in the trailer. That's very visceral. That's very like you can feel those punches.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely happy to be proven wrong. I just, I don't believe anything on Twitter nah, until I absolutely see it.
0: That's fair. Um, but I was also reading um, yesterday, there was an interview with um, Robert Pattinson and he was saying that it's mm-hmm. a different Batman that you've seen before. It's based on year one Batman. So you're not seeing uh, the origin story and it's more about Batman being twisted or like learning how twisted other people are. And sort of being traumatized by it. Um, so it'll be, I'm curious to see it because it, what I've heard from him lines up with what I've heard from these uh, screens. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. That's probably one of the films that I'm looking forward to the most at the moment, um, besides Dune, uh, where Dune actually also had uh, premieres. So it had a premiere in Venice, oh, yeah. uh, which apparently had a standing ovation. But as was talking to uh, mates before, any premiere that gets a stand in ovation, you need to take with a grain of salt because it's a premiere and people are giddy and clap and go, yeah, good. <laughs> you don't like clapping in a movie theatre, do you, Tom? I don't get it. Who are you clapping?
1: I mean, if it's, a, if it's a film where an actor in said film had passed away and it had like the In Memory Of or some fucking thing like that, I'd clap. Like, because it's like this is you know, Ro, you know, this is fucking Robin Williams' last performance or something like that. Like, why are you going
0: to do me like that, uh, man? I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just thinking just, of that now. You're like, just making me out to be an asshole. you're just like, you know, if somebody <laughs> dies,
1: I don't clap even if they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like i did it for the end of end game where they had like the the silhouette of captain america and i had chris evans autograph come up and all that sort of stuff like that i'm like this is a fucking great movie this is also a great place to end the marvel universe and to start a brand new one um but i don't know i think it's pending the film that i'll clap i think i i think i clapped in mortal combat like during an execution or something like that i went fuck yeah the cinema started clapping i'm like yeah that was fucking cool and my and mon was going you're a fucking idiot
0: yeah, I, 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 I just don't understand hitting my bony meat sacks together uh, for the sake of someone not there to listen to it. I don't understand it. You, you do also clap when the director's in the room. When we went and saw Invisible Man, the director
1: was there, and the entire audience, of course, clapped because the director was sitting there. I would there. clap when the director was there because you're actually applauding somebody. Well, maybe that was the... Was, well. I, surely the cast or the directors or whatever would have been... At this, you know, this preview screening of Dune, right?
0: Yeah. Surely someone so then yes. was yes, Yeah, so take it with yeah, a grain yeah, of salt yeah. if they stood. Because they're just like, yeah, guys, yeah, sure, yeah. guys, they're here.
1: <laughs> we should probably stand up and clap. Let them know they did a hey, good job. It might,
0: so it might be good, but it might be fantastic. But um, yeah, take it take it with a grain of salt. Um, what else have we got? We also have images from Welcome to Raccoon City.
1: Oh, God. Yes.
0: Is that we a film it. or a TV
1: series? It, it, it's a film, from my knowledge. It's the Resident Evil reboot film series from Sony. Yeah. I think.
0: Some of these, I think. One of these monsters has like hair coming out of its eye. That's creepy. Um, Yuckle! Uh,
1: what else we got? We got the DC fandom. That is the 13th of October, from the top of my head. Uh, we are going to get trailers, of course, another one for Batman. We're going to get. Black Adam, we're going to get Shazam Fury of the Gods, Aquaman 2, potentially, because that's filming currently at the moment, so we might get a poster or a reveal or some fucking thing. Uh, and, of course, we're going to get the game trailers and stuff like that on top of it, too.
0: That's exciting. Uh, and also, and Flashpoint. Oh, five yeah. days ago, we got a No Time to Die final international trailer. Uh, did- that movie was supposed
1: to come out, like, two years ago, basically. I've I've stopped watching trailers for that, because like, it, it'll get to the point where, like, you've shown so many trailers that you've basically given me a shot from every scene in the film. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I don't know that I've actually, I don't remember any of the trailers to be perfectly honest with you. Um, wow. This is, this is bizarre. So so for those of you playing at home, my, my, uh, board or my board of interest, uh, where I store yeah. all my movie, movie news is, uh, it's, it's, it's called Reddit, um, top <laughs> this week. Um, and for the first time ever, I've managed to scroll to the bottom of the top this week section, uh, which I don't know if my internet stopped rendering it, but that's unheard of because normally there's pages upon pages upon pages. I think that's just an indication of what's actually happening with the movie industry at the moment. That's um, that's sad. Also, uh, Candyman was- meant to be crap. Haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, I like. <laughs> If, if things were back to normal, we probably would have seen it as well because we would have gotten invited to it as well as um, Halloween comes out in a month and a half's time or something like that. Um, shit, there was something else. Ghostbusters has been delayed, of course, due to lockdowns and stuff like that basically all over the world. So I think that's delayed until next year as well as Top Gun. Um, there is, I think, Davo from Super Movie Brothers said on his podcast that there is a rumour of Henry Cavill potentially coming back for a three movie appearance uh, contract or something like that because he had from memory one more appearance on his Warner Brothers contract I think they wanted to use him for Shazam or something and he said well no because I don't want my last appearance to be a fucking cameo I want it to be an actual a film um and after the Snyder Cut people are wanting him to come back who knows what the hell's going on in the in the DC world of movie fucking comic book movies Um, Apparently James Gunn's going to do some more stuff for Warner Brothers as well when it comes to the DC stuff, but he obviously has uh, Guardians of the Galaxy to work on next. Um, We should have some more stuff with uh, Thor Love and Thunder coming soon. Um, There has been some crew shirts and promo shirts and merchandise and stuff like that that has leaked onto Twitter uh, with photos of um, Thor's new outfit uh, with Jane Foster Thor and stuff like that, which is which is going to be interesting as well, as well as uh, pictures of Christian Bale as Gore, the God Butcher. So, um, there you go. bye. Yes.
0: yes.
1: But Tom, we have a sponsor. Of course, we haven't gone into, well, you haven't, I have, uh, haven't gone into uh, Incognito Comics to pick up some books. Uh, they do, of course, post- uh, all over Australia and internationally as well, I believe. Um, but there have been some new books that have released. The uh, the most recent ones that I've read is the Alien. Uh, it's called Aliens Aftermath. It is set about twenty five years after the events of the movie Aliens, um, where it starts real bad, yeah, real bad. But then it sort of gets better from there. Where um, characters from that are related to the characters in Aliens, aka. Uh, Vasquez, Vasquez is the chick with the smart rifle. She, she never gets mistaken as a man. Um, she, her nephew goes to LV426 and he's like a famous blogger, YouTuber, terrorist sort of character against Weyland-Yutani, goes to LV426 with a group, with a crew, with a crew of people to try and find out what actually happened because their names have been removed from history records and all this sort of shit like that. Um, There's a character in the book called Drake as well. There's also a character in the movie called in Aliens called Drake. I assume they're related somehow. But there's... uh, Aliens are sort of coming back... Post the uh, the nuclear reaction, uh, nuclear reactor sort of explosion from aliens, where this glowing blue alien instead of having acid for blood actually has liquid nitrogen for blood, um, and someone shoots it and it freezes her arm off and shatters it off, and it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, on top of that, I read a brand new book called Transformers Shattered Glass. It is a very good version of a what if, where what if the Autobots are evil and the Decepticons are good. Um, they're still called Autobots and Decepticons. The only difference in regards to their faction, stuff like that, is their logos are different colours. So the Decepticons have the same logo, but it's red. The Autobots have the same logo, but it's blue. Um, basically, the Autobots have destroyed Cybertron and they're set into three separate factions with three separate sort of leaders controlling parts of the planet. And Megatron is is the leader of the Decepticons trying to restore freedom to Cybertron. It's uh, it's pretty cool. It's, it's interesting to see Starscream as as a hero and it's like a cocky hero like a a bit like a Top Gunny sort of style hero Mm. Uh, while they've got the character of Blur who is the fastest Transformer as a bounty hunter and he's a bounty hunter because no one can catch him and he can always catch his targets Um, it's a pretty cool book I read the first issue um, and I'm going to read more of that so it's kind of cool
0: nice
1: yes I don't know I I assume you haven't been reading any comics Tom
0: Uh, no I haven't I've still got um, volume 2 of Venom sitting (laughs) On the the, uh, bookshelf that I need to watch, read, rather. But no, Tom Tom (laughs) has been a uh, a busy man. Busy man. Busy man, busy man. But Tom, uh, you can find
1: all those books that I just talked about at incognitocomics.com.au. That's if you wanted to read them. Uh, Of course, they they have a website. I believe they have click and collect as well. Um, Should you want to, say, click and or collect your books? If not, just get them posted to you. Um, but this week, Tom, we're talking about the first four episodes of Marvel's What If. What If. They're, uh, each episode is separated. They're, they're all different. Um, so you don't necessarily have to watch them all. You can watch five minutes one, go, this is my jam, and immediately turn it off. Uh, unfortunately for the podcast, I watched all of them. Um, all, all four so far. Um, the first episode... Um, Surprisingly, I actually really enjoyed the start of the first episode, like the actual premise and setup for it. But it's essentially that the question is, what if this was different? Mm-hmm. Like, how would the universe play out? Because um, from uh, what is it, the end of Loki with Kang, or uh, you know, basically Kang the Conqueror being killed, and different timelines branching out and stuff like that. Um, it is make essentially creating different timelines, and to the Watcher, who is a dude with a big head, um, is basically watching what happens in these different timelines.
0: Yes. I don't know. so the first
1: episode yeah yeah so the first episode is a different timeline of what if uh peggy carter became captain america um it the the first episode it's basically you know captain america's you know going into the machine to become a super soldier as he does and the episode just goes well the difference in this universe is what if like because in the film peggy carter goes into the observation room but it's like well what if she doesn't go into the observation room and you are too, makes the point of this is where the universe this is this is where the, the the change happens this is where it's different and then we go you know straight into the episode of you know St- uh, Captain America gets shot and then they need a test subject to go inside the uh inside the the super soldier serum mach- machine and Peggy Carter volunteers and jumps in and she becomes big buff uh Captain Britain
0: and sexism in <laughs> What did you think of this episode Tom um it was long. I think this is the longest episode of the of the of of them so far. Um I think it was 45 minutes or something. Maybe. Um, it felt long. I'm going to take a look. Uh look, and I think I, we we, we brief, very briefly touched on this the last time we got together. We were talking about it because I think this episode and maybe the second episode had just released or maybe it was only the first episode. Um I look, I I didn't mind it. Um, It didn't feel different enough or engaging enough um, to make me actually interested in what was happening. Um, Yeah. I'm not huge on the animation style that they've chosen to do across the board um, with all, obviously all four of them. Um, And I think that you pointed out the, uh, the voices don't actually sync with the mouth movements which has driven me insane ever since
1: I think that was fuzzy but yeah yeah exactly right
0: it's really bad um, I didn't uh, so actually I didn't notice it on the fourth episode but I watched the fourth episode this morning um, on my phone uh, so <laughs> I, I I didn't notice it to that extent but definitely when he pointed that out I noticed it's pretty bad um, and I don't understand why a animated... Uh, cartoon that is originally designed to be read in English doesn't have the actual mouth movements syncing to English. Um, I understand when it's a dubbed anime, but I just don't understand why that's the case. Uh, and yeah, and I guess I don't like particularly like the animation style. Um, also, I don't think the... At least... And maybe this isn't specifically talking about the first series uh the first episode but it's talking more about holistically the series is they're not different enough like they're not you're talking about major course of event shifts but it doesn't feel different enough or the stories don't feel like they're i don't know it, it, it just it, it doesn't feel earned where they end up uh i'm not sure yeah what you whether you would get what i mean um but yeah, what what did you th- yeah. think of this episode? I know that you 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 hate it with a passion.
1: I I hate all these episodes with a passion. I think the only one I find somewhat tolerable is the second episode. Even then, I still have problems with it. But um, the the whole thing for me, like with doing a what if, uh, especially even when it comes to the comic books and stuff like that, is this you know the smallest changes make the big difference different sort of things like red sun superman is superman landing in russia rather than landing in in america and how it changes everything from there it's like that small thing changes absolutely everything and the start of this episode and they don't even really do it going forward with the series at least so far is like the small difference is you know peggy carter doesn't go into the observation room she sits out you know in the actual room with captain with steve rogers and from there it immediately just it sort of just goes well it's 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 peggy carter as captain america like but you know here's your shield and here's your suit off you go save the world well it's like well hang on take like how many of you actually rewatched captain america before you did this like captain america just didn't get here's your suit and here's your shield and off you go like they he was given all of these shields and then he picked the one that was like under a desk being like what's this like he was given a shield that shot fucking bullets out of it and stuff like that and like that was a that was a pretty decent story plot point especially for the character of Captain America where this it's like it's Howard Stark going here's a shield here's a suit off you go oh, also I made a giant robot that uh, Steve Rogers goes inside and it's called uh, the Hydra Stomper and isn't it cool I'm like so hang on why didn't you make this outfit in the
0: first Captain America movie yeah this it doesn't fucking make sense that bit seems a bit odd I will <clears> say <throat> I guess that, that 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 that's what um I would be curious to know what a female's take on this first episode would be, because I guess that 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 that's the point that I was making about the uh, the, the the sexism in shoes with it, because that's obviously a plot point in it. Because this is during oh yeah. World War Two, um, and of course Peggy Carter is a female, so she is she is doubted and um, put to the side by senior ups because of that um and i think that's uh, that that's where the it it does branch out and have a little bit of a difference there because it's not like steve rogers where he chooses his shield it's more he on the side gives it to her sort of sneak sneakily um but i guess yeah it, it, in that point in time it was what does he say what what does he say when steve chooses it i was like oh well, uh, well like when steve chooses the shield like he
1: like there's all of these shields on a table and he picks up from one from like under a tray like what's this And it's just like, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's vibranium. It's the hardest, it's the hardest, you know, metal to find on the earth. And then Peggy shoots it to check if it works. And and that's it. That's how, that's how he sort of picks it. But it's like, there's these like big round, like big, you know, square shields that have fucking viewports and bullet holes and all that sort of stuff on it. And he's like, no, I don't want any of this stuff. He just wants something simple. Where in this, it's like, she's at a bar drinking whiskey and it's like, here you go. Here's your shield. And it's just like, what the, what the fuck? Also in this like, you know, tangential aside as well, she she say she gets the tesseract and she slams it on the on the you know the her boss's desk being like you know they're playing with this i'm like hang on you're holding the tesseract with your bare hands no one's done that like red skull is a super soldier he did that and got teleported to vormir why why are you exempt from holding a uh, basically an infinity stone a teleportation cube why are you exempt from holding like, like it's it's this entire show and series like every episode just feels like a kid going well what if this happened but this ha-, and they're sitting in a playground going this has happened and this has happened and this has happened and it's fine if you show it and you make it as a kid's show but it has that serious nature about it that just doesn't work especially with the animation style the voice acting some of it sounds like it's done on a mobile phone as fuzzy has said in the past it just didn't work giant tentacle monster. Okay
0: I do think they should have saved some money and not even bothered with um, the actual voice actors like the actual actors they didn't need them. It added it adds no weight or value to the series in my opinion. Um, yeah, I don't quite understand the te- tentacle monster which um, because I, I'm not sure how you want to approach discussing this, but I'm just gonna s- discuss across all the episodes uh, that reappears in episode four. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I assume it's... Uh, I think it's Shimugorath. I think that's it. I think it's a Marvel character um, off the top of my head, um, which is a giant... He's in Marvel versus Capcom. Um, and it's just a giant... It's sort of like Starro. It's a giant octopus.
0: Um, I'm
1: fairly sure it's I'm just doing a quick
0: Google now. Sh- Sh- well, I'm, I'm, I'm just sort of curious why they've put it... They've literally gotten this this ability to rewrite the Marvel history however way they want, and they put this octopus character in two of the first four episodes. This seemed, yeah,
1: seems uh, weird. Shuma Gorath, it is a Marvel Comics character. It's it's basically Starro. It's a giant octopus thing with an eye in the middle of it. So maybe it connects it somehow. I don't know. But they also all... like They seem to be... All of them are in completely different universes. Like It's not like with... Peggy Carter becoming Captain America, that makes Black Panther Star-Lord, and that makes this, this, and that makes this, this. It doesn't have a, a daisy chain effect. It's just like every episode is a different what-if timeline.
0: Yeah, and, and you know what? One of the things that I do find, and maybe, maybe <clears throat> we can branch across to the second episode, um, mm-hmm. I'd be happy to, uh, with the storylines and these what-ifs, right? I feel like there should be a... Slight change, as you said before. Some something like Peggy Carter not going to the observation deck makes sense, right? And it's if, a small change. And if we go to uh, number two, him Yandu sending people down, his people down to get the child rather than himself getting the child. Small change, but I guess the thing that from there, which makes it completely unbelievable, is what are the. Like what, what? What suspension of disbelief are we meant to have that they got c- conveniently, like T'Challa? Like yeah, exactly right. That to me that makes no sense. Like that what if makes absolutely no sense. It doesn't make. How would they go to get Peter Quill and end up with T'Challa? Why would there be any connection between those two that would make that happen? In not in a world where he's not Black Panther. Um, it, it that. Just boggles my mind. Um, I mean, the episode, it, it was a bit of fun um, and sort of turning certain characters on their head and um, having, like, the collector in a different way, having Thanos in it. The collector, yeah. um, it was really cool to see characters in different things, but, like, the storyline doesn't make sense. And if those are the kind of things that they think uh, they want to do in future Marvel sort of things, I think they got to realise that I that this is fantasy and magic and all those sort of things, but like that's a bit. It's a bit of a stretch, isn't it?
1: It it is interesting, yeah. Like going from something small of, you know, instead of Yondu getting Peter Quill, he sends his ravages to go out, and he sends basically the dude from Gilmore Girls, Sean Gunn, to go out and get him, um, and Taserface, and it's like you end up not only getting the wrong kid, but in a completely different continent for starters. And at that exact point in time that you were in, not in North America to go get Peter Quill, T'Challa walked out of the safety barrier of the hidden zone of Wakanda to go get, what was it? A ball or something. And the Ravagers were like, there he is. It's just like, that is way too much of a, a, you know, a plot contrivance of like wrong continent Wrong kid, kids out of the safety zone, no one's watching a prince run around, like, I'm sorry, if if you're a fucking royal, if, if you're royalty, do you think, like, Prince fucking Williams kids get to walk outside and just grab a ball on the other side of the fence? Fuck no! They send the guards to go get the ball! No. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it just doesn't make fucking sense, man. Yeah, yeah. And it was cool to have Chadwick Bozeman and it was a nice, like, you know, this is, you know, an honour of Chadwick Bozeman. but... As you know, you've already said, Tom. The animation's not good. The lip syncing is bad. You know, as unfortunate as is, it's Chadwick Boseman's last uh, gig as Black Panther, in, in, you know, in the Marvel universe, he passed away just over a year ago. I believe it came out that episode came out maybe a week or two for the anniversary of his passing. But it's like you had over a year to work on the animation and the lip syncing for this episode and for the show in general, and it's not good. No.
0: I could tell you already, though, from the trailers, I wasn't going to like the animation style
1: <clears throat> there was there was a I want to get your your thoughts on this, and it's it's there's no right or wrong answers for it. It's just some people absolutely fucking hate this, and some people are just like, Well, if you can do it for one, why can't you do it for another? And it was someone on Twitter shared a photo of Peter Quill as Black Panther, and it just said, What if??" Yeah, uh, it's hard. It's but it, it's. Uh, I saw someone on Twitter like, and um, you know, it, everyone's got their own opinions to it, But someone on Twitter's like, "Well, the door swings both ways."
0: I just like, "Well,
1: Black Panthers are hard <laughs> one to do." But I'm gonna also-
0: tread real carefully with that one. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's it's like I've seen people like fucking like rip into people on Twitter, being like, "This person, whoever drew this, should be fucking fired. Should be fucking shot." I'm like. Dude, hey it's, hey, it's fan art. Like, there's people who draw the Doom Slayer with tits getting fucked by a fucking cacodemon. Like, fan art is fan art. You know, Rule 34 is everywhere, and, you know, if someone draws Peter Quill as Black Panther, you know, whoop-dee-dee. Like, you know, I can draw Magneto as a fucking member of the Fantastic Four
0: if I wanted to. I do I but do think it's different. I do. um, Because Star-Lord... Is put into that position, not born into it, in that way. Um, I, it, 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 it's it's a hard subject, um, and to be perfectly honest, like I feel like I could say anything and get in trouble for it. Um, but yeah, I, I do I do see it as different personally. Um, yeah, but.
1: And, that, and that's the thing like it's it's some people are absolutely like well it's it's different, but hey, if they do it, whoopty fucking d it's what if um but also some people are just being like, "How dare you do this and all that sort of stuff like that so it was an interesting thing I saw on twitter that's that's divided people pretty hard, unlike hot dogs and sandwiches and stuff like that that we've previously had um one of the big problems I had with this episode is you know Thanos is i w- I would assume Thanos doesn't have the regular life cycle of. A human in regards to living 80 years and dying he's probably very old um and that black panther star lord uh, that t'challa star lord can change his opinion on something in regards to genocide or, or, or getting rid of half of the universe or whatever i find that a giant i don't see that happening as well as the collector being buff and being this like you know, I'm going to you know be the the new Thanos, and he has all of this collected gear of stuff that he's gotten from from certain. You know, he's got Hela's helmet, he has Thor's hammer, he has Captain America's shield, all of this extra shit. And I'm just sitting there going, I, I Collector could never take on Hela. Like Thor couldn't take on Hela, Hulk couldn't take on Hela. The only person who killed Hela was Surtur, who was a fucking god. Like I, there was so much with this. I'm just sitting there going, nah. I mean, it was cool to have like, you know, Josh Brolin as Thanos and all that sort of stuff like that back, and Chadwick Boseman, but it's just like, this "what if" is lit is the equivalent of kids getting toys from different things, going like, "Well, my, you know, my Thanos is a good guy, right?" I'm like, okay, well, that's fine if you're doing it that way, but you if you you are setting the show in a serious tone and stance, and it's just not working.
0: Yeah, a lot of it feels like they've said it in the world of this could be cool as opposed to one idea and then working out what that idea would mean. Um, and I think that's one of the differences, though, I th- and I think that you have to acknowledge with the, f- the first episode uh, is I think the first episode was probably more logical than this one. Uh, it made more sense. And the side effects and what sort of came out. Uh, maybe besides the Iron Man early the, thing. Yeah, the, uh, actually, the Hydra Stumper. Maybe they didn't really make
1: <laughs> but it, it. it's it just feels like they went like a, what if Peggy Carter became Captain America? And someone goes, that's a good idea. But then from there, they didn't properly sit down and figure out how they move along and actually create that as a narrative. It just feels like... They slapped post-it notes on a whiteboard and just being like, this is what happens in the story, but we're not going to connect the post-it notes to to make a coherent story. And that feels like exactly the same thing for every episode of this show. Um, Episode three is What If Earth Lost Its Mightiest Heroes? Um, more like what if Hope Van Dyne was a agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. and died on a mission and then Ant-Man got angry and started killing people.
0: Yeah, you see, the thing with this episode, um, is how incredibly unremarkable it was. Um, I literally, up until this morning, last night, turned to Siobhan, my partner, and went, oh crap, I need to watch two episodes of What If Tomorrow. Uh, well, no, I need to watch it before tomorrow. And she's like, oh, we can watch them tonight if you, will, if you want. And I turned to her and I went, oh, nah, I won't subject you to that. Uh, but I decided to watch them in the morning. Pulled out the phone to watch it. And then I went, oh, fuck, I've already watched episode three. What the? What even was episode three? And I went, oh, it's the Avengers one. I was like, did I watch the entire thing? I don't think I did. I don't remember how it ended. And then I had to go rewatch the end and went... I have watched this. I have seen the end of this. I watched it two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. <laughs> That's how unmemorable this episode was. <clears throat> it's. I couldn't even remember the twist. I couldn't have told you that it was Ant Man was evil. I could not have. To- if if you asked me what happened at the end of that episode yesterday, I would not have been able to tell you. <laughs> I wish I asked yesterday. <laughs> uh, I, I
1: wish I didn't do a do a, a complete story synopsis just then. But like. The idea of what if the Avengers, you know, if Earth lost its Avengers, I'm like, that's that's a fucking cool idea. What happens if what would happen if the Avengers lost? Like that is just a great small different change of what if they lost of a what if. And I'm like, alright, where does this go from here? But it's like it's not what if the Earth lost its Avengers. It's what if Ant Man turned evil because his daughter died because she was a Shield agent instead of being, you know, not a SHIELD agent. You know what I mean? it's just like, well, that's not what the episode is. The episode is, what if the Avengers, if they lost their Avengers? Not if, what if Hope Van Dyne died and made Ant-Man crazy? It's, it just didn't work at all. Like, Loki was kind of cool at actually seeing, like, you know, Loki's force, like, Loki come down as the King of Asgard and being, like, this force and stuff like that. But also, I'm sitting there going, well, wait, Odin didn't die and, Loki, and like Loki Loki, ordered Frost Giants to go to Jotunheim to assassinate Odin And then Loki kills the Frost Giants from assassinating Odin And then Odin wakes up So why is Loki still in charge of Asgard And sending forces to Asgard Like did Odin die and why would his mum let him do that
0: It may have been because Thor was dead but it doesn't make sense, man It, it just uh, It could be Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> the world's gotten top sick Derby Everybody's gotten mad it's, well,
1: yeah, It did have It did have Samuel <laughs> Jackson It did have uh, Tom Hiddleston It did have uh, The actor who plays Lady Sif as well, I believe I can't remember her name off the top of my head Um Jeff. But yeah, and, and just like There was just unnecessary comedy in this episode Where like the the exact same scene is playing out where Thor goes to his hammer and he's like oh, I've beaten the guards I'm lifting my hammer and you know he fails at that point but then um, Phil Coulson's like there's this guy with beautiful hair and I'm like he doesn't say that in the film why is he saying that in this because this timeline has like all this chain of events has not been interrupted for Thor yet like everything takes place basically within a week of this film so Iron Man dying wouldn't make Phil Coulson say look at this guy with beautiful hair I'm like what? I'm just like it just doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Uh uh anything to to yeah add for for this episode cuz I'm 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 getting on tangents. I'm
0: happy to just go on to the last episode anyway. Uh so the last episode of course We have And I watched it this morning How is my brain Already failing me The last episode What happens Dirty Quickly What if Doctor Strange Lost
1: his heart Instead of his hands Um Fuck Off
0: (laughs) Uh Yeah so of course This one does focus around Doctor Strange And it is around If Uh What's her name Died Instead of Um What is her name I don't actually remember Rachel McAdams. So who That's the yeah, I know, I, I know that. <laughs> um, but what, what, what is her name? Rachel McAdams. Christine Palmer. Um, yep. And I'm not sure. Like that animation of Christine did not look like Rachel McAdams. No, it didn't. Right at all. It was
1: it was her as a voice actor, but it didn't look like. It. Oh, was it
0: actually her as a voice actor? Yep. Why the hell did it look like it? <laughs> uh,
1: like, like we've said, the animation in this is not good. It only looks like Benedict Cumberbatch because he's got that Doctor Strange beard. But also, and he's and he's lanky. Like that's it.
0: Also, I understood that they had a relationship, right, in the first Doctor Strange, but they weren't romantic, romantic, were they? I don't think
1: romantic, romantic, but. I I did see a, an Instagram post um and I was speaking to to Andy Campbell as well being like you know this is one of the best ones because it hits so hard I'm like this is one of the dumbest ones <laughs> like I think this is dumber than
0: than Black Panther becoming Star Lord but like but they weren't was she she wasn't in the car when his hands got messed up in the movie no. was she N- No so I I don't I don't understand because it wasn't a change; it's like something else changed prior to the events of the episode yeah. that we weren't privy to.
1: Yeah. So, like, the very first episode starts with like this is like, and Uatu's narrating, going, "This is the difference." Cap, the Peggy Carter doesn't go in the observation room, and that's what makes a different change of events. Where this one, this you know, episode four, just starts with, "What if he lost his heart instead of his hands?" Roll clip, and I'm just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like you need to have this like you need to have that little bit at the start being like this is the key point this is the butterfly effect this is the key point that changes from the film to this episode as
0: what's the difference and the thing that made me the most concerned about this episode in general is that these are all i assume canon yeah so these are yeah they're they're uh, somehow canon i don't know how well in different universes throughout the multiverse whatever but yeah. this is now <clears throat> They've already complicated it with time travel, multi-dimensions, Kang the Conqueror, uh, we're gonna have Far From Home, uh, all of these things, or or No Way Home rather, um, gonna have all these things. And now all of a sudden, they've introduced unchangeable events that happen in a timeline after they've already within a universe, right? When they've already determined that when you go back and change something, it causes a splinter timeline, which I would which I always expected would be a separate universe. It was a splinter timeline, so a different universe sort of occurred. But it seemed to make out that no, he was going back in time within his own universe, despite the fact that in Endgame they say you can only move forward. I'm so confused. I'm so exactly. fucking confused with what they're doing because this is just... An, like this just added a whole nother element and I don't know whether they realize how much of an element they added to it, but it's like, what have you done? Because you've you've, you've essentially just made it and that event had to occur in this universe but didn't have to occur in other universes? Is, is that what they're saying? Because it didn't happen in the main one.
1: Yeah, it... Um... Everything now can be explained by, well, it doesn't matter because it's time travel. It doesn't matter because a wizard is it. It doesn't matter because it's a variant. Like, exactly right. Like, if, 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 you know, they say in this episode that the key, I can't remember what the actual terminology they use, you know, a fucking focal point that can't be changed no matter what you do on the timeline. Well, Rachel McAdams always dies. Doesn't matter. It's Groundhog Day. It, she keeps dying in various different ways. Buildings explode. She gets hit by a car. Whatever. Um, But, like, well, why wasn't a, a focal point in time travel, everyone dying in, in Infinity War, well, why wasn't that a focal point that couldn't be changed, you know what I mean? Like, what was the whole point of Doctor Strange going, the, there's only one out of 12 billion time, you know, variances that we win this. Why was there not a... There is only one out of 12 billion... Like, he has the time stone. Why can't he just keep checking over and over again, and going like, there is only one way to save Rachel McAdams, rather than, nope, he can't change it, it's a time variant thing. That's just what it fucking is.
0: Mm.
1: I've, I've got so many problems with this episode, though, and the whole thing of it is like, what if he loses the love of his life instead of losing his hands? I'm like, okay, let's... let's stick with me, Tom, because I'm going to go on a, t- on a tangent here. So... Doctor Strange, in the original, he loses his hands, right? He's a surgeon. He's pretty upset. Um, and <laughs> he wants to get his hands back, right? He then finds out that there's a dude who got his spine completely fucking destroyed. He's playing basketball. And Str- and Stephen Strange goes, how'd you do that? And the guy goes, magic. And then Doctor Strange goes and learns magic to restore his hands because that cunt had a fuck spine and this cunt's got fucked hands, Right? Mm-hmm. that's the movie of doctor strange that's why he wants to learn magic how do you go from your girlfriend's dead to i'm gonna learn magic is it just like oh there's a guy down the street his wife died last week but now she's doing she's putting in roses in her garden bed like ah, oh, well i'm gonna go learn magic from that like how do you go from that could have been like doctor strange makes sense because broken spine playing basketball that's a that's a medical miracle you're trying to resurrect someone from the dead. If the Ancient One saw Stephen Strange come in and rather go, fix my fucking hands, bro. She went, or Doctor Strange went, fix my dead girlfriend, bro. The Ancient One isn't teaching them magic. Period. It just doesn't make fucking sense.
0: You can't raise people back from the dead.
1: <laughs> I don't want to do it, man. He's not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but then like throughout this entire fucking episode, it just keeps going where they're like, they get to the fucking ancient library to learn how to fucking do magic and shit. And Stephen Strange goes, interesting, and then just teleports there. I'm like, hang on. Wasn't rule number one in the Doctor Strange movie, don't lose your sling ring? It's it's the giant knuckle busters that they wear that allow them to teleport. But there's no sling rings in this. They literally just open teleportation holes and jump through. I'm like, this isn't portal, dude. You need to have the portal gun or your sling ring to do that. And then that, he goes... Oh, it's, and then he gets an evil f- fucking uh, floating cape, uh, the flying cape thing. I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on here? Like, no, Doctor, like, you can't say what if he lost his heart instead of his hands. It's stupid. You have something else to make an evil Doctor Strange. It's just, this was the worst episode. This was actually the worst episode. Worse than Ant-Man being evil, killing people.
0: <laughs> I, do, I do think, though, that you, you have a tender spot for Doctor Strange and i feel like you're you're a bit more sensitive to that character
1: i feel like if if you i'm not a massive doctor strange fan but i like he's he's a character that i watched the movie knowing nothing of and now i've read some books on him but like how can you piece together rachel mcadams dying and then stephen strange learning magic like how do you piece those together because doctor strange broke his fucking ha- like his hands are fucked and then you see someone with a fixed spine due to magic and then wants to learn how to fix his hands from magic. So how do you how do you have dead girlfriend magic? Don't I like click those together.
0: <laughs> it's all in the subtext duty. It's all in the subtext. <laughs> it doesn't fucking work, man. It fucking doesn't work. The I are they're two they're two pieces of separate puzzles. One of the things that actually really confused me about it as well is because they clearly, and maybe it was just meant to show a draw between them or something like that but like the book that he finds which he reads which teaches him how to do or the chain to the unchangeable events or whatever they call them I don't actually remember what they called them but it's yeah. clearly the same page that's in one of the books that he reads in the original dr strange it's the same symbol yeah. it's the same way out I don't I, I'm wondering whether it's meant to just draw a tie to that or like is it meant to be the same Book, But in this universe it was Somewhere else I don't quite Understand
1: Also like We see both in the movie and in this episode That like once he figures out the time stone can alter time He fucks around with an apple Making it decay and then fresh again Can't you just point this time stone At Rachel McAdams body and make her fresh again You know
0: (laughs) The ultimate deodorant Time stone for men (laughs)
1: It's just, man, this, this that episode, like, I saw on Twitter and everywhere, you're going like, this episode's fucking fantastic. I'm like, all right, I'm going to give it a watch because I have to. And it's this is awful. What? This is bad. What are they rating these? Like, where is... Oh, they're rating them fucking high. Okay, what if episode one, 7.2 out of 10, which is what if uh, Captain Carter were the first Avenger? What if T'Challa became Star-Lord Is 8.2? What if the world lost its mightiest heroes, again, is 8.2. And what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands is fucking 9.1. You listeners called me fucking high for Aquaman being 9.6. 9.1 for this episode is fucking insane.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just having a look. What what have people actually said? Lovecraftian horror. Just because it's... There's an octopus doesn't mean it's Lovecraftian, dear. Um, Nor does it make it horror. Yeah, I don't understand how it's horror. It gets so dark and the ending is so good.
1: Heartbreaking, dark, and spectacular it's coming up as on IMDb.
0: I want to see where... Where's the people who are shooting on it? That's what I want to see.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, this title. It's disappointing that Doctor Strange couldn't get as powerful as his love for Christine... Fuck off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's just... Can you filter for bad reviews? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surely. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just review rating and then sort in the opposite. Um, oh, yes. Spoiler warning. The Watcher says he can't intervene, but he does earlier in the episode. Dumbness <laughs> episode has no consistent logic and it's arguable. And its argument of not being able to change the past to the point of insanity is completely against Endgame's plot that did this. Four episodes in, and it's just weird Tumblr fake head canon show. <laughs> Four episodes in, and it's just a weird Tumblr fake head canon show that really wastes potential. If you're going to end an episode like this, make it make sense. Yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> it's just not fucking good, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. I don't quite understand. I mean, the, there's not a lot of low reviews. I mean, if if you look at the reviews on IMDb, sorting all of them, review rating. There's
1: only about ten or so. Yeah, that are under like seven stars.
0: Yeah, people have been pretty um kind. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm a cunt. But
1: that's that's the whole that's the whole thing with media though. In general, if you're a fan of it, awesome. I'm glad you're a fan of it. But there are people who are not going to be a fan of it, and it's whether you can accept that people aren't a fan of something, or whether you just pull them over the coals because they don't like the things you like.
0: Yeah. Pull them over the coals. <laughs> 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 nah, no, I don't know. I just yeah. I don't. I don't quite understand.
1: If you had to give the first four episodes a collective review out of ten, though, Tom, what would you give it? Six. That's
0: fucking generous. Uh, Look, they're not great. And I wouldn't choose to watch them. But I'm not looking to turn them off throughout the entire course of watching them. Like, they're, they're, they're salvageable stories. There's some merit in them, but they're just... Like, they are... So I, when I was a bit younger, watched um, the Iron Man cartoon, Iron Man, Iron Adventures or something? Oh, yeah, they came out
1: in, like, 2008, I think it was?
0: Armoured Adventures. Yeah, yep, 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 yeah. 2008. Uh, yep. And to me that was not a good iron man film uh, cartoon i didn't enjoy it as a cartoon that much but it was on so i watched it um oh that's when he was a teenager in high school yeah, wasn't it yeah and i didn't like the uh, style of the animation in that either so if you look at that that's 6.5 out of 10 and i would i would probably put this fairly similar to that like if we weren't in the age of if we were in the age of i had to watch what was on television mm. and this was on after coming home from school when i was a teenager i'd watch it i'd watch it i wouldn't not watch it do you know what i mean
1: yeah it, it yeah i i understand that logic of coming home it's on but it's would it would it be a show though in that instance then would you sit and watch it or would you have it on in the background while you fucking got food and bloody I don't know. Did your homework?
0: Uh, probably go and get a packet of shapes or two. <laughs> well, Fair love, love, Fair love enough. my shapes. Maybe I, I know delicious biscuits.
1: It is a. Uh, well, it, it's certainly a score, Tom. It's certainly a score. And you would give it what? A three point five. Ouch! It's the animation style is not good. We've talked about it. The lip sync lip syncing doesn't work it is cool i will say that they've got uh pending the character as well that they've got the act the voice actors that represent the characters in in the live action chadwick boseman it was cool and reading some background stuff on that episode too um apparently chadwick boseman didn't use as heavy of a wakandan accent in that episode because the the idea was well he got taken as a kid so his accent wouldn't be as or, strong or thick as it normally is because he didn't grow up in Wakanda. He was born in Wakanda he was, and then he was taken from, like, what, five or ten years old and then he went fucking across space and shit. So he lessened the accent for that because that's how the character would have grown up. And I'm like, that's fucking great. That makes sense. Like, that's one of the only things that makes sense. Um, and as well, it was it was one of those things, like, once I finished that episode, I'm like, I'm going to watch Black Panther. I'm going to watch Civil War. I'm going to watch basically everything else that Chadwick Boseman's been in in regards to the, the character of Black Panther um but the episodes aren't interesting the it's it just it fucking breaks me that like it doesn't feel like a planned coherent episode it feels like a new episode of The Simpsons where it just it randomly goes on fucking plot contrivances where like even if you look at say like The Simpsons movie the story of The Simpsons movie is that Homer throws something into a lake and pollutes it, and then he leave, the, the Simpsons leave Springfield and a dome gets put around Springfield. Where it's like, you look at the South Park movie where it's like, they're swearing in movies and then they, they form a fucking uh, anti-Canada fucking, you know, riot movement in the, in the South Park movie and then it turns into a fucking an apocalypse. As like, there is a somewhat coherent story when it comes to the South Park movie where this is like the Simpsons movie doesn't make sense when you when you write down the story synopsis on paper hmm. and that's exactly what this is it, it has that serious overtone of take this seriously because it's marvel and it's canon but it's also like it feels like kids playing in a sandbox with different toys and that's cool if that's what you want to do but don't put a serious overtone over the top of it
0: yeah no I get everything you mean and can't disagree with you at all to be honest with you which is, um, which, is, which, is which is probably a sign um with this despite the fact that our scores are very different a lot of the times we don't necessarily share the same opinions on certain things um with these sort of things like at least the same points um it's normally different parts or different elements of a thing that makes us dislike um them but i very much agree with a lot of what you've actually said for this and i do think at least with these ones um like to me like obviously we've bantered before about your feelings of, um, enter the spider verse because of the six one six universe sort of thing. Um, but for me that didn't matter because it was a different thing. Whereas in these ones, changing those things in a pre-established thing. Like, I understand that your issue is because it comes from the comic books. Whereas I'm obviously detached to the comic books. Whereas if this series, I am attached to the MCU and I understand the MCU and stuff. And if you're going to fuck with certain elements of that, you have to do it right. And I haven't done it right. It's
1: basically the exact same standpoint I had with Into the Spider-Verse but now it's easier for people to necessarily get because they've watched 30 films like establishing rules and key events that happened in this universe hmm. that just doesn't happen or changes things or whatever um, but yeah exactly well said Tom <laughs> you're
0: just you're just happy to hear someone agrees with you on the spider verse I don't agree with you on <laughs> no, spider verse but like, uh, it, it's it's, similar vein
1: it is like but, but it is exactly what you're saying there like with the with my argument on spider verse you're not familiar or necessarily attached to it but with the MCU you are and it's not a separate it is a separate instance of what if this happened but it's still located with inside of a version of the MCU universe you know what I mean like even though Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands we still had Iron Man making an arc reactor out of a bunch of scraps in a cave we still had fucking... Loki tried to invade New York. We still had Joss Whedon trying to make Avengers Age of Ultron a good movie. Like, we still had all of those events pre-existing to Doctor Strange actually becoming Doctor Strange.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: 100%. Well, I think, I think that's it, man. I think that's that's going to do it for this week's episode. We'll, uh, <clears throat> of course, we're going to talk about the rest of the upcoming episodes. Apparently, there is going to be a two-part episode for the What If Zombie um, episode that's coming up with spider-man zombie hunter i don't know if you've seen the uh the toys or the pictures or, or whatnot of said spider-man zombie hunter but spider-man and a spider-man suit but he has the cloak of levitation that dr strange has no I make of that what you will it's it's not it's for any hardcore fans out there he's not wearing the exact same spider-man suit that he wears in Civil War and Homecoming and stuff, not the standard suit, but it is blue, yellow. It's slightly different. Oh, it's a different it's chest logo and stuff. Pretty like that. similar, but he's got the yeah, he's got the uh, levitation cape and his his yeah, his chest logo is different. His uh, wrists are different. His head is different, but it's still blue and red. If you look at them and you're not a big Spider-Man fan, you're like, yeah, they're the same. Um, and I think we also have a upcoming uh, Thor episode next. Is next uh, the next episode is a Thor one with Party Thor. Where he has a tattoo on his arm, which instantly means party. Party. <laughs> um, what? I'm not
0: joking. <laughs> uh, Tom, anything to add before we uh, before we wrap up? Uh, no, that's it for me. Um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been good shitting on this with you, uh, and look forward to shitting on the rest of them. <laughs> Rightly so. I've been duty.
1: Uh, My blood pressure is high and uh, my head's feeling hot, but uh, I should be back next episode. If not, I'm dead.
0: (laughs) (coughs) Saladas. Coffee, cough, cough.